Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dynamic Dice. I'm your Dungeon Master, Mac Rickert, and I am joined by the wonderful party. Hi, I'm Reed Rickert. I play Kazaran. I'm Grayson. I play Jacques LaCroix. And I'm Haley, and I play Blake. All right. Well, we're going to dive right into the recap, and we'll get to some uh, character facts after this. So, last you guys adventured, you uh, landed on the Caldera, the island fortress deep in the Antris Archipelago, and joined an... Well, I would say joined, but you guys are the expedition. No one else went with you because they're too short-staffed <laughs> to the center of the volcano to where the monsters, for no known rhyme or reason, appear and attack the fortress. You entered up through uh, some lava tubes after a really hard hike, solved an uh, interesting puzzle to get inside, and were met with one of the weirdest rooms I've ever made in D&D. You guys had a very large room that was partially collapsed due to the explosion. There was a pedestal in the center with uh, something clearly missing on it, but in its place was a huge man stabbed through the back into the pedestal. And most notably, uh, on the there was a tear in reality to the realm of pandemonium. And after a bit of investigation, you guys found that the personification of generation was through that gate. Uh, you guys also ran into the pirate Hendrix that uh, got away. And uh, he was very surprised to meet you guys there. And you had tried to convince him, had a little bit of negotiations falling out mid-fight. But you were there when a wave activated and you needed to fend off the monsters it got a little bit dicey, but you succeeded. Hendrix lost a leg, and Blake almost got wrecked by going into pandemonium. She was so close to death, and she didn't know it. <laughs> then you guys uh, did a little bit of investigation, found some ominous notes from the journal of the professor, or Ocean Daddy, as you call him. And lastly, we left off with you guys finding a note from the historian apologizing ah uh. yes um and we are about to dive right into that after some character facts and after we fix some things in our well, sounding setup i will go first because i have my character fact of the week ready um so kazaran is ready for either a fight or a vacation um, he just wasn't ready for both at the same time, so he's a little bit confused on how to feel right now, um, and he's not really enjoying either the fight or the vacation. Um, that's my fact of the week, so next. What was Kaz's last vacation? Um, he went camping in the garden once. That was really fun. That was his vacation. Um, was the only time he's ever been camping in his backyard? He's been allowed out a few times uh, under chaperone, but, uh, no, he never really got to see much outside of his parents' estate. And then, of course, he paid for the trip here, which was his first solo adventure. Sweet. Uh, Jacques' character fact, uh, LaCroix is uh, not a name that he can remember. It was a name given to him by someone. Uh, Jacques is definitely his name, but LaCroix is a more recent addition. Cryptic. Maybe we'll learn about that sometime. <laughs> no, I want to know. Me too. I hope the listeners want to know too. <laughs> so, 
once again, we are having another session in which Haley does not have a character fact of the week. So I am going to look around the room randomly and come up with one right now. Not give me a thumbs down. I saw that. Blake likes to paint. Oh, hmm. what does Blake paint? Uh, landscapes. Okay. Fairly like flowers and foliage of travels that she's been on. Is so, she good? I, I don't know. Do you think she's good? <laughs> okay. Her family always thought they were great, but never like. I mean, average artist. It was. It was a hobby. Yeah, it was something that she did for fun, and it's. And she has this little. Well, she had this little book with all of these watercolors, in them. In it, I can speak. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, painting behind Mac for the inspiration. Did yes, she? Uh, Paint with all the colors of the wind. Yes, you did. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess uh, the Mac fact of the week is um, at work, uh, there's the joke that I have a bunch of bastards out there purely for my love of dad jokes. So they're like, man, this guy has to have a kid or two. Oh my God. Are you about to tell us that you have a kid? If you're my son, come <laughs> find me. <laughs> Well, oh yeah, one thing I forgot to mention in the <laughs> recap. Um, there are pirates outside the caldera, which is going to be the next thing for you guys to have to deal with. Or will we? <laughs> are point. we going to have to handle that? <laughs> or that will be handling you. Uh, I think we should go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... You guys, uh, are there any questions before we start? Um, just other recap things to go over. Kaz still has the armor thingy. That we yes, have. so it's a pendant um, that allows the user to use um, stone shape once a day. Yes. You will have three new things from this last encounter. You have the pendant. A ring. You have, uh, that was from the encounter before. Okay. You have a mysterious... Um, ceramic disc with a man standing alone in it. You can uh, feel it's magical, but you haven't yet identified what it is. And lastly, you have a little lizard friend. I do have a little oh, lizard God. friend. I have to name friend it. Friend might be a oh, strong word. Wait, I have some housekeeping we to do. We can kill him. I have, I have some housekeeping to do. All right. Have you named your mage hand? Uh, I have no reason to name my mage hand because every <gasps> Boo! guys, I've been oh, no, I didn't. I said every Last, time I'm gonna pull the clip. <laughs> pull the clip. I said if I name it, it dies after I dispel it, and the new one is not the same mage hand. It didn't live the same. And as we me. said we need a name for us, not necessarily for, for you. you. Um, just call him mage hand. No, Boo. no, we have to name it. We're gonna name him. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, so is there any level of sentience? Like, if you turn your back, is the mage hand writing help me on a piece of paper? <laughs> no. It's probably Are just you sure you to... turned your back? Yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> Tree falls in the woods. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, then. Uh, well, then, uh... He's trying to speak, but Save no one can hear. Does a main ha- mage hand have a name by any other name, such as uh, something Shakespeare-y? We, ah, uh, help drink. Drink? Cheers. 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 <laughs> Cheers. I have nothing Cheers. left. Um, you want something? Yeah, I do. I left a cup out for you. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Um, other housekeeping things. Uh, we discussed doing the ice shardy thing to the pirate ship. 
Yes, that was um, one of our plans was to make an ice shard and stab it through or use the potion of water breathing and Blake's ring of swimming to um, detonate. I wanted to detonate an explosion underneath. Because we also have a potion of water walking. Yes, I think that would be a good... Sorry, people. Um, so I was thinking, um, with all of the cannons in the fortress, there's going to be leftover explosives. Um, yeah, but it's got to be able to go under water. Yeah, so we put it in like a bladder, like a, a, sh- a water skin that's dry. And then Blake just uses her prestidigitation to light a flame inside of the... I'm going to doggy paddle all the way to the ship. Um, <laughs> wow, doggy paddle at 30 feet. <laughs> I like these plans. But do remember, this is a very large ship. You're gonna need to make some. You're gonna need to make some waves to take this thing down. No, I mean if you make a big uh, hole in the bottom of it, let like, me dive paddle at thirty feet. I mean, yeah. it's an explosion. She's gonna go underneath the ship from the outside and put a sticky bomb on it and detonate it, and it's gonna and be uh, like a crate of TNT blowing up. And uh, yeah, but they also get hit with cannonballs on a regular basis. Yeah, like, but they this don't is get the, hit by cannonballs under the water. This is. <laughs> They do. Nah, very Either often. Way, this is, you have to make a serious effort. It's not going to be a, oh, we uh, toss a cannonball at the back and hope the ship sinks. This is like a, you got to do some heavy lifting on. Last thing, did we rest at all? Uh, not no. yet. No. Great. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at my <laughs> HP and I'm like, Whoo. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm uninjured <laughs> for now. I uh, took some damage. I have some spell slots left. How many do I have left? Took some good damage. Uh, I got all of my like spells. Oh, and then other just notes in case we don't have them that I wrote down. Um, West Leckroll has a zeal on a map or something that we found. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also talked about Maura, the serpent of the sea, which is the pirate queen. Oh, I did write that down. Look at me taking notes. Um, and something about conquest, Calzarian Empire. Uh, there is another one you learned about lie. as well. Um, Does the DM want to help for my good note taking? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and these are in the notes, uh, the journal notes I sent you. Justice is also to the southeast of Lekril, uh, kind of in the wilderness of Greth. Uh, so um, my character sheet says I have all of my spell slots and sorcery points. And I know for sure I have no sorcery points, and I'm pretty sure I used all but one of my first level spells. Oh, my spells are tapped. So, um... Thanks for staying honest. Well, I guess it just decided to rest for me. I don't I don't know. Hey, you refreshed the computer, it refreshed you. Mm. Alright. I'm refreshing. Because <laughs> um, I, I didn't cast any Misty Steps, did I? I did not. No. So I still have my uh, second level spell slots, so... Cool. All right. Well, I'm good. I'm ready to fight and vacation at the same time. But I'm uh, not ready to do either. Vacation, maybe. <laughs> so, oh, and I ended up with two marks of the whisper. Yes, you did. At one time. Got that in mind. Because we had to touch the, the pretty statue. No one had to touch that. <laughs> I wanted to touch. If you give us a portal and you're like, hey, there's a thing on the other side, what do you think we're going to And you go, oh, it's only 30 feet away. That was just so monstrous. Could get I was baited. <laughs> I was baited. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you guys are now in the side room of the inside of the caldera. You're standing over a desk reading uh, one of the papers on it. And there's a note on the floor next to it uh, from the historian 
who's apologizing for this, but mm. assuring you that things would be worse. Hendrix is uh, tied up to the pedestal in the next room, uh, missing. Which leg is he missing, Reed? Um, I thought he just took out his knee. Yeah, I ice knifed his knee and then it exploded. And then uh, it made I, a stump out of ice. Yeah, that we we used uh, shape water to stop him from bleeding to death. <laughs> yeah. Um, is, wow. Is it all right now? Oh well, uh, I can keep him from bleeding, but I can't heal. That's him. not the question I asked. Is it all right? What is it? Is he all right? I don't know. I think that's a you decision. Is he all right, Mac? You know, he's all right. <laughs> Guy is all right. All right. All right. We did that all last. Right, time. Right. <laughs> we did that in session. <laughs> I've no I've, because of the campaign. I've realized just how much I start conversations by going "all right" and moving on. Ooh, we learned I, a little I, bit about the potential magical barrier that stops people from communicating, and we learned right. the true meaning of millennial pause. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you also used the stone shape item to uh, mm. cover the gate in a layer of stone, and I left enough for like a little eye hole to look through. Yeah, it's a people. So it's glory hole. Lastly, before uh, you guys move very on, very different. There are some other things on the desk right now that I didn't get to fully describe. Okay. So uh, there's a drawer underneath that you're able to open up and see. There's no hidden doors or anything like that. So you have a perfect view into it. And you see two things. Well, three two, things. Sorry. I thought he was going to say like two. Hundred gold, <laughs> two million. You numbers. see, three hundred galleons. <laughs> yes, a raw initiative. <laughs> one of them is another page from the journal on the map, and this one shows the island you guys started this campaign on, <gasps> and <gasps> it has the words "recovery" written on it. Um, clarification: the island we crashed on, or the island crashed we... on, crashed on. Thank you. Not the continent. Yeah, Thank it's you. Love Island. Okay. We... Well, yes, it's Love Island. A continent. Is an island. Anyways. <laughs> you have a point. And then next to it is another one of these ceramic plates. Oh no, another plate. Yes. It's a puzzle piece. And this one has a draconic figure on it. Oh my god, we just found someone's plate collection like an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> these are worth a lot, guys. You wouldn't believe it, but this one goes for 30 million platinum. Well, it says, wait, and the Idol of Might has a draconic form, so we're in the draconic yes. kind of thing right now. And it has a note underneath them. Oh, oh yeah? And the note is uh, seems to be more research notes than anything else. Um, it has a few magic symbols on it, but it says... Making a talisman from might has proved successful. Break it for the effect. And then it also has a note underneath showing, we've tinkered with the um, means of creation, but I believe we have come up with a suitable solution. And below that is some arcane script. And for the uh, spell slingers of the party, you're able to read it. Yeah, Jacques, you just see this and... You hey, don't, don't quite get it, I but do. they seem transfixed. You both are unable to break eye contact with the script as it begins to almost move along the page. Ooh, and like you this. feel your innate understanding growing as you're staring at this. And you both have unlocked a new spell. I have never been able to understand what? a written magic before, but now. <laughs> yeah, you I don't hear know what magic is. some whispers in the back of your mind. And you feel as if someone's walking you through it, and it feels almost wrong. But there's also a clinical detachment of understanding that goes along with it. 
and you all have gained the spell Imbuement. It is a um, homebrew one that basically allows you to make talismans. What level spell wow. is it? Is it a this cancer? is a first level spell. Fuck. <laughs> um, but it's one of the ones where it's a little bit loose. I can't give you the exact definition of the spell because it changes for everything you do. But what you know is if you br- use this spell near one of the personifications, you can make a talisman. Which I'm so glad. Does it do? I got this spell. This is so great. <laughs> yeah, Jacques. Jacques. Even you hear some whispers. You're like, huh, that's weird. Wish I knew what this did. <laughs> it's just more voices in that. I mean, what? Like, oh, to what? you, we're just both staring at this yeah. thing and just like absorbing. I'm like it. whispers, whispers, whispers. How? Do, what? What do I? What? I'm in the Use corner, us. whittling a piece of wood, just going, just we jock, just we jock. Okay, so, jock. I what feel like spell just does. That's a, that's a oh, great yes. way of describing like it. Just uh, happened right now. Yeah. You hear the music, but not you don't so, the thing. <laughs> I can't give you a specific definition of the spell because it changes for whatever personification you use it with. But determining the spell slot you extend, you are able to make a talisman with appropriate strength relating to it. Okay. So don't make um, me a talisman, bitches. I'm about to. <laughs> what it does is it creates a ceramic disc that breaking it unleashes a spell. And there are two costs to this. One is the spell slot to activate it. And two is if you use the spell for every two levels of the spell, you get a mark of the whispers. Does it have a casting, oh, does it have a casting time? Uh, this is a ritual casting spell. It's not something... Uh, no, I'll give it a one action. Um, but yeah, it's one action to create it. And um, um, the strength of the spell determines the strength of the talisman. So if I use a... Say it again about the mark of whispers. Every two. Years. Every so level one and two spells will give you one mark. Level three and four will give you two. Oof. No, thank you. This is gonna be one of those things okay. that I just hold on to. Um, I'm going to be like understanding this, and Blake and I are gonna be like, what's And you also gain innate understanding of what the talisman of might does. Um, with this, you know that if you break this. You gain two mark of the whispers, but your strength increases to 20 for a minute. So I think you're just racist towards French people. (laughs) (laughs) How would you know? I don't have an innate understanding of the might talisman, though. I'm just going to hand you something, though, and be like, here, wreck this. (laughs) Okay, so let's. Let's decide real quick um, who wants to carry these. We don't know what the disc does. The marks of whisper tell us what the disc of the man does. Um, the man is standing alone. Yeah, it's a um, ceramic disc. I just you learned. don't know what. But maybe uh, some time studying it could be insightful. Okay, well, um, I have this whisper, 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 whisper with the whispers. Can I hear it in one ear, both ears. You hear it as if it's coming right behind you. Like oh, that I hair tingling that. on the back of the neck. No. It's like, I turn Blake, in circles. we give you a gift. Nope, I'm turning in circles <laughs> like um, a lost puppy. You see nothing behind you but feel as if there's still Different something. Jacques, like. I'm going to look at Jacques and Blake and say, guys, I need your help. With what? Come, come with me. <laughs> come with me. Uh, uh, uh. 
Wait, wait, wait. Accent, accent. I mean, is there anything else in this room? Otherwise, I have something to well, do. Before un- we, leave. we should untie the. Let me double check. There's nothing right? else in this room. Well, yeah, we just um, can't leave him. I guess we could just let him go. Well, he can't. He can't walk. walk. Oh, I could give him a peg leg. Well, can't we use him? We're about to go raid that pirate ship, right? That's oh, we can bring him with creepy. us. <laughs> we could bring him with us. I look at the other two's like, um, so Hendrix, you down to um, give us a helping hand in exchange for your life and freedom? Yes. Yes. Uh, if I get to live, yes. All right. Well, since you are a pirate, we're going to conscript you into the military, and um, then you still get to help us. We're not in the military. No, but we'll bring him back to the fortress and they'll do it. It's like, remember Yorin? He was a pirate and then he became a captain. You know, I you think th- Yorin it- wants to be a pirate or a cap? Or a- yes, Jacques. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, well, Hendrix, uh, here, let me just... Um, I'm going to shape the water on his stump leg into a pirate's peg leg. And uh, it's a non-concentration, lasts for an hour, and I can just re-up it. So I'm going to give him a peg leg at normal height and be like, all right, give that, a, give that a go. Test that out. All I can think of now is that Shia LaBeouf YouTube video <laughs> where it's like, and now you're bleeding out from your stump leg. <laughs> uh, Shia, um, surprise. <laughs> Henrix, like, shakily gets up to his feet but steps on it and goes, it's just not the same, but it'll do. Um, Any of you guys uh, know how to regrow limbs? Mm, yes i mean no <laughs> please <What>? <laughs> please <laughs> like no uh, he was uh, uh how you say uh into feet uh. <laughs> <laughs> here i thought it was a mage hand <laughs> can you make a mage foot we're not supposed to talk about that talk about what oh right yeah <laughs> what no, are we no, talking about exactly no really what are we talking about <laughs> earmuffs hendrix <laughs> uh I get to live? Okay. And he just covers his ears. <laughs> the thing that... The, the, oh, I'm the, not the, that dumb. I understand what's going on. You just have to play dumb. So he and I most... Hendrix, you're good. I give him a thumbs up. Mage Hand gives him a thumbs up. He, like, what? breaks the earmuffs, gives him a thumbs up, then, like, inherently puts it back. <laughs> okay, um... Well, Hendrix... I'm dumb. I'm not that um, dumb. We're gonna get ready to leave here, but we do have one more thing to do. I give him the okay to stop. Okay. We got one more thing to do, Hendrix, before we leave, all right? <laughs> What is it? Uh, um, wh- guys, up? can you come with me? Uh, is there anything else in this room? Do you guys see anything? Anything of note? Any money? Like, there should be gold in here. It's some type of, like, safe house. Uh, oh, it I, seems I like a we already, study. Uh, searched it. Damn. All right. Opt- I wasn't really paying attention. I was kind of tranced. Well, your mage hand picked up all the, like, papers, which is Oh, well. yeah, it did. Maybe we'll read those on the way back. <laughs> um, but, Blake, Jacques. Ah. Uh, which one of you wants to uh, shape some stone? With this, and I hold up the talisman that belongs to Hendrix. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, you can't this... just pass the item around and it recharges for every person you pass you it. You told me it had no attunement and it was one per person. I specifically asked it, the rule. Well, that's not. It, it's one charge it's one per day use. per item. You can't just infinite glitch uh, the thing. We can't just pass it around and have the next no. person use it. No, that's not how this works. You build so an strong. instant castle. Though. Okay, I, I would like out. to wall clip. <laughs> okay, okay, then I'm going to do something. Walk backwards and. <laughs> I, um, gosh dang it! Now you have to make me do more work. Okay, so I'm going to go over to the portal. All right. I go to the portal, and I look at this portal through the peephole. And uh, does it look like something that I would be able to uh, teleport through? 
It says to an occupied, unoccupied space you can see. Well, you already saw Blake do it. But she teleported to the portal, not back through it. Uh, no, she teleported through the portal and then ran back. Okay, yeah. then I need to make this peephole just a little bit bigger. Okay. Uh, how do you do this? Um, Jacques, I need to borrow the spyglass. I need to borrow the spyglass. I'm not going to use it to break this hole, you know? Hey, where's the hole at? That's uh, about eye level. Oh, okay, so you didn't just make the portal glory hole. No, it's not a glory hole. <laughs> well, I, I could have made so it like no much, but no. No, right. it's not. I passed okay. you the okay, spyglass. So I, I, I hold that, and then I pocket that, and I'm like, okay, I need to make this this little eye hole just a little bit bigger, so can I borrow some of your, like, and so I just start, like, hacking at it with, like, my dagger, and I want to just chip away the stone to make the people, you know, the size of, like, um, yeah, the size of, like, a fist. <laughs> All right, I will say that you get to do that. You just have enough time. It takes you a little bit, but you're able to crack through it. Okay, so um, as we established, the idol, the personification of generation, is 30 feet away. Uh, yeah, so what are you about to do? Um, have we read the journal yet? Yes, you guys all read that last session. So you know it's been corrupted by pandemonium. We all know that it's not a good thing to touch, trust me. I'm not going to touch it. I promise. What are you going to do? The whispers say I can make a, a disc if I imbue next to one of these personifications. And I have the energy. I have the power. So you're going to go into death land and then hopefully just come for, out. Just for six seconds. Yeah, I did that too. And trust me, your heart gets <laughs> Yeah, pumping. but there's not a big scary storm cloud and there's nothing. In, I don't see anything in the... I'm going to look through the... We I'm saw gonna, the dead body get thrown through. There wasn't... <laughs> Like, well, look in the forest. Do you guys see anything? I don't see anything. How do we not know Max that? Max got a smirk on his face, too, Her by presence the way. did not <laughs> um, start the wave. Um. Oh. Oh. Well, didn't that spider come through? Wasn't he the first thing? Well, that could have been just a case. Random spider. luck? Okay. But I don't see any. I'm going to look through. Do I see any, like, storm clouds above it? Uh, roll me a perception check, with but I can tell you. Yes, with advantage. You know, Kaz, I don't have the greatest of ideas most of the time, sometimes, you know. Uh, I um, have to use. I think this is a bad idea. It is a bad idea, but it could be really good. This is a bad idea. I got an eighteen. All right, with an eighteen, you can see there are no storm clouds above. Now, if he dies, what do we um, do? But you're also able to see there is a little bit of movement in the woods behind the um, thing. It seems like again, Why this is a chaotic, like <laughs> extremely active realm. But with an eighteen, you also know something else. What that corpse you threw in isn't there anymore. Okay. Do I see anything within any modicum distance of the, you the, minor the statue? Or whatever the woods it's called. are 30 feet behind the statue, and you could tell there was some movement inside the woods. That's a good question. Blake, that's a good, that's a good point, Blake. Yeah, I can't I can do minor illusion. Why don't you send something small in, like a cute animal or something, okay, as an illusion? So minor illusion has a range of 30 feet, and it is a... Um, you can create a sound. Um, you can mimic someone's voices. Um, you can create an object such as a chair or a chest. It's a five-foot cube. So I can make a little image of like a pig or something. Yeah. And so I'm going to... You like, have a test run before that's okay, you. Okay, all right. So I'm going to take a little pig, and I'm going to summon a pig at the edge of the clearing at maximum range, and I'm going to have it like do these little circles um, just stand in a little circle and Why see if anything jumps it at it. It's squealing or is it just? It's going. Hi. Thank you. This is the pig episode. <laughs> we call this episode that. As you're doing that, you see this 
giant reptilian and hairy form lunge out of the woods and this two-headed monster just swipes through where the pig is. Perfect. It dispels and it lets loose this terrible roar into the night. And, well, I guess it's daytime over there. Let's do a terrible roar into the day. Okay, perfect. While it's distracted by my pig, um, actually, I'm going to summon another pig 30 feet further away um, on the other side. Oh, I have to be able to see it. Fuck. Okay, but still, I'm going to just summon another pig just as, you know, right next to it. And as it goes to swipe, let me know if it, if it attacks the pig. Um, yeah, this thing immediately turns and smashes into the ground where this pig would have been. How far away is it from the pedestal? <laughs> you have a range of 30 feet, right? Uh, Misty Step is much further. No, no, range yeah. of the, Oh yeah. Um, yeah, well, it was 30 feet out, which if you made that near the woods, it's about 15 feet from the pedestal then, because it's in that part of the circle near it. Mm. And as you guys get a better look at this creature, you see that it is a two-headed beast, one of a lion, one of a goat, and it seems to have a slithering Fuck tail. Fuck that chimera. Mm-mm. Okay, well, um, as this is happening, guys, can I, I just be like walking this. Hendrix out <laughs> outside? Yeah, you're you're kind of mm-hmm. giving him a hand as he's like limping along and he's trying to get used to it. He's like, let me walk around. I gotta get used to this. Oh man, I'd want to go with Jack. Okay. Um, gosh, this is totally worth it. Just for the record, Mac looks so perplexed <laughs> and into this right now because he is. I don't think he knows what Reed's trying to I do. I think I know exactly what Reed's trying to do. My so my problem is is can it get to me in six seconds? Yes. yes. That's what I want is like, can I wait for it to go far enough away or can I make a distraction with my You're minor illusion? You're going to get mauled. Um, like, can I make a distraction right as I teleport in so it has so it's going to attack the pig? Like, I make a pig, it attacks it. I make a pig, it attacks it. I make a pig, it attacks it. I make another pig and then I teleport in and as it attacks the pig... I mean, as you're doing your thing, I could just cast Eldritch Blast. That would Well, you can't cast Eldritch Blast through the portal. Why not? I don't know. That That's... You, there's a resistance on the portal. It's I can stick my difficult. hand through the portal. <laughs> and it hurts you. Yeah, I don't have much HP left. Yes. Um, what are your other you... cantrips? Spare the dying. Uh, shape water. Vicious mockery. Could well, like, you just mock it to death? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid fucking snake thing. Fucking... That's my language. Pardon your French. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Wait. Okay, so I'm going to summon a bunch of pigs. I prestige Just one after another, making it attack. So it's like whack-a-mole, right? So it goes attack, attack, attack. And it's hopefully getting really pissed off trying to kill these pigs. Can you make them actually come out of the ground? Um, yeah. I'm like make, actual yeah. whack-a-mole. So um, they're just an illusion. They don't have health. Um, they're just immediately dispelled. Um, so I am going to make this I'm thing. I'm going to roll an intelligence check for this creature quickly. Okay. Well, if it's breaking five pigs apart that aren't there, it might start catching on that these pigs aren't real. Well, I don't want to do that. Yeah, well, that's the point is, Mac, I don't want to just portal. like make them over and over and over again. I want to use them as a distraction. So I want to make it hit the first one then the second one, and then maybe bring up a boar instead of a pig or a chicken instead. Um, right. and then as it, as soon as it goes to attack one, I summon another one, and then... Since you're mixing it up, I'm going to roll it at disadvantage. Okay. And... 
You're damn lucky I rolled that at disadvantage. One was a 20. Okay, so this time I summon like a dodo bird, this giant like chicken thing, and it goes and attacks it and explodes in feathers and snow, and I'm going to misty step to the pedestal. All right, you are able to miss. And I immediately cast Imbue as a first level spell slot because I can cast two spells on the same turn because one's an action, one's a bonus action. All right, as you cast Imbue, you are given a mental image of this thing as you link with it. And you feel this ceramic pedestal begin to form in your hand as you see this object in the middle of a large square in a city and lightning cracks off of it into the ground. And as it does an army of stone golems begins to rise up around it as you watch it assemble a full army as it is unimpeded in this empty space. But then you are snapped back to reality and you stand there and it appears to be a symbol of growth on the pedestal as you see something rising out of the ground. Back to reality. And (laughs) as you're doing that, this creature, it crashes through the nearest illusion and looks back at you. And well, it, looking you, back at it, wow. It gives you a snarl and begins to charge. And then, using the spyglass that Jacques made me, I look back towards the portal and make sure that I can see the hole that I created enlarged so I could actually see the destination I'm teleporting back through, and I use my last second-level spell slot to Misty Step back into the room. Buddy, you can't Misty Step twice in a turn. I'm not. I said I would be there for six seconds to imbue, and then on the next turn, that's why I was okay. trying to get a surprise round. Hmm. Well, I am going to... Hmm. Okay. I am going to see how fast this creature is to get to you to see if it's going to even get a, a single action on you or not. Okay. This is a very formidable creature. I know. That's why I tried to distract it. Blast it. Only one of the heads is able to turn to you in time. And it gives like a half-hearted lunge, but it's able to cover an incredible distance as it does, and it's only going to be able to get one of the attacks off on you. Okay. You're in danger. You're really lucky, because this could have been Attack me, then. Attack me, then. (laughs) I would have been leaving Kaz in pandemonium. Okay. That is a 16 to hit. I'm going to use a luck point to re-roll. I thought the rule was you can't re-roll opponents' I'll read spells because spell. we made that deal at the beginning of the campaign because I don't want to have to be rolling everything at disadvantage. Mm. Did you say that? We made that rule and we gave you the feat. You can also spend a luck point on an attack yes, roll made against you. we made this rule at the start of the campaign. I thought because I didn't take silvery barbs, you didn't punish my luck. No, we definitely made sure that you can't make me roll disadvantage on every creature read. It's only I only get three luck points a day. I thought you... Okay, You only get to roll it for yourself and your allies. I can't use it on my allies. I thought that was a compromise we had made. When we were talking about Silvery Barbs... No, we agreed Silvery Barbs is not going to be allowed in the campaign regardless of anything else. Okay, I was pretty... Okay, We can argue about the rules of this later, but we can also go back and check the very first... We can just go read our DMs, but... uh, Either way, so if you're not going to let me use Lucky as the rules in which I had assumed, I guess that hits, which I feel bad about because I would have had a different strategy. Hey, but your strategy stopped it from being able to unload all three attacks on you, so it's only be able to hit you with one. All right. All right, and that's eight damage on you with the first attack. Okay, so it comes in with a pretty good yeah. slice it, through me. You begin to move, and as you're right about to teleport out, this lion's head gets a grating bite on your back and you feel these deep gashes cut through you as you poof 
and are back into the material plane. So I suddenly appear like, and I'm the impact of the slash as I appear just propels me to the floor, kind of sliding in the dirt, back bleeding, and uh, the little ceramic disc kind of clatters and rolls just a little bit ahead of me. Like, I did it. I did it. I got it. And I have a mark of whisper. Uh, you have the mark of whisper when you activate it. Oh, I thought it was when you make one. No, oh, it's whoever activates it gets the mark. Ooh, even better. Um, then I'm like, I did it. I got it. Kids, you good? No, you're Blake, good. I'm not good. Well, Jack took Hendrix, and they're walking back now, so. All right, then I'm going to pick myself up. And, you're uh, good? You're no, not good. I'm okay, like, come here. Uh, I'm, I'm the strongest like, one. <laughs> <laughs> she, I put an arm over Blake's shoulder, and I'm like, thanks, Blake. But I, I pick up the disc. I'm not going to leave it on the dirt after Okay, so what exactly does yeah. that do? Um, and was worth risking your me, life for. They yes. told me the following. <laughs> so what this does is you are able to, because you made it, you understand what it does. You can break this for a random summons. And okay. you'll roll a d20. And the way this is going to work is, um, I got to go back to my... D&D Monsters by CR to remember the difficulty Let's levels. Go. So a um if I have it in my notes. Is it friendly? You roll a D20 if you get a one through um I believe it is one through do, 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 do. Here we are. Uh one through three is a um point one two five. Well you can just tell us CR. that when I roll it. You can just say higher is better. Basically, yeah, higher is a lot better. Um but if you roll a nat 20, you can summon a CR3 creature. Is it an ally to us, or is it just summoned? It is... Because we'll, we'll just immediately use it, try it will... to eat us. Yeah, it's just going to be a random summon. Okay, you can so... feel that um, the magic is a little bit chaotic. It's imbued with some chaos as well. Okay, but we can still use that as a distraction, or, you know... I mean, yeah, if you need to give a bunch of people a heart attack. Can the mage hand break <laughs> it? How delicate is this? Um, The mage hand... Don't you need two hands? I don't know. You could smash it against the ground with a mage hand. Um, If you do, you will still take the Mark of the Whispers. If someone causes it to drop, even if it's accidentally, they will still imbue the mark. Intentional breaking. Yeah. Intentional breaking. But, like, if Blake grabs your pack and just slams it on the ground, (laughs) Blake's going to get the Mark of the Whisper and something's going to come out of the pack. So what if I set it... That's actually a great way to trick someone. So what if I set it in the road like a landmine and just wait for a horse to step on it does a horse get the mark of the whispers, or is it you who intentionally set it there to be I, activated? I don't know. I, I, don't I believe know. intention trumps accidents in this case. We'll deal with that when we get there. I've heard of this thing called Fiddler's Drum. <laughs> anyway. I have not. Um, maybe okay, I'll so random it. creature. Okay, I got it. Poof, into thin air. Got it. Blake, Out of thin air. Blake, don't touch my back. <laughs> Why? Because it's bleeding. <laughs> I can't exactly help you. Do you want me to walk or not? No, uh, it's just. Let's get out of here. All right, we're Jock. Jock. Jock's like going yeah. on his way. Jock, come back. So you guys have no idea. Cash just almost escaped the most deadly thing you've seen in the campaign. So, well, I guess Ocean Daddy and uh, that creature what, talking. Je suis Jacques. I'm right here. Hello. Hi, yes, of course. <laughs> yes. What is my lizard doing? Uh, your oh, lizard is yeah. still unconscious. He's in my pocket. Like, I'm waiting. If you need me to, you know, take care of that. No, I like him. 
He's going to be my buddy. I'm going to name him. <laughs> Lizard boy mix. No, Raphael. Yes. Raphael. Ralph. <laughs> this, is, this is Ralph. Ralph's like, the if magic you go Raphael, jacket. I was like, does he have three brothers led by a rat? Yes. In martial arts? Yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Ralph. Lizards? Ralph. Yeah. This is magic my little buddy. Dragon. He's going to be my best friend. I'm going to feed him fruit when he wakes up. <laughs> he just like wow. makes that kind of noise, always like recovering from the broken bones. Oh, we'll we're not broken bones. It we'll tends to be the cast spare the dying on this little guy, but he's not dying. So, yeah. okay, I'll be a nice guy. Is Hendrix's leg still here? Um, is Hendrix's leg, yeah, Hendrix's leg is still in the tunnel. Uh, I'll have the mage hand go drag it over to me, Blake. Can you uh, spare the dying on this just so it doesn't rot? Once I we don't get back, know if that's how this works. Once what we get back, spare the dying. It's, just, it's a <laughs> preservation spell. They use it on like cows and is stuff. Is that what I think it is? Hendrix is way up there. He won't see this. He won't is frolicking with Jock. <laughs> but maybe, maybe if we have the leg, healing it with magic will be a lot easier than growing a new one. Me, no, magic? but the people at the Calder or at the Fortress can. They had some clerics. They said they were fully tapped. But if this guy's gonna enlist, oh my god, is that where you got the name? Are you fucking kidding me, man? Uh, no, I stole the name Hendrix from a book I was listening to. Grayson just held up a I bottle of sure. Hendrix gin, and I was like, he looked across the room and picked a name for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mad man. I, uh, I swear I am illiterate and had not read that. This was purely stolen from something else. Yeah, I guess we better bring this leg back. Just oh, it's kind of gross. I know, but, you know, he's going to be one of our allies. I now. don't want to touch it. You don't have to. Mage yeah, I do will... if you want me to. Yeah, we'll just touch the shoe or something. I don't want to touch it. So, like, <laughs> you, um, you, are you doing any form of preservation on this at all? Like, yeah, I can't do I would it. touch it. <laughs> uh, uh, I touch imagine I'm like, closing my eyes and, like, holding a finger out. <laughs> you do that, and, like, as you do, like, it seems to hold together a little bit better in a weird oh, way. Oh, this is too close to home. Um, good, good. <laughs> well done. And uh, who's carrying it? Uh, the mage hand's just going to drag it. Oh, the mage <laughs> hand is just dragging it along. You guys are leaving a slight blood sphere as you go. Question. No, he's going to be picking it up. He's going to be dragging. He's still wearing his shoe. Maybe he's are we going to have to do the same rolls to get down this fucking mountain? Uh, no, you guys know the Thank danger. I don't God. think that would be exciting. We didn't remember fun. that. I, I made it through just fine. I remember <laughs> after Haley. Jock had a me. bad time. Jock had a bad time. With Hendrix the is going to have a bad time. Yeah. My God, does the hand have to roll checks? Does the mage hand know where all the traps are? <laughs> <laughs> the mage hand knows what I know. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have a name. You didn't name him. <laughs> So I got Ralph. Maybe that mage hand could be like Michelangelo. We just call him Michael. Oh. Now, Jacques, you need to find some pets too. No. <laughs> no. Well then. I do. I have uh, Kazaran. <laughs> Hilarious. I am. <laughs> well, what did I just do? There we go. Jacques, wait for us. There's traps and poisonous gas. Hendrix is moving real slow down this and he's like wincing with every step. But he seems to know the same things you guys do. He seems to have come this way before as well. Oh, good. So he won't die. Hopefully, maybe. We don't know. And you guys are able to fully make it to the bottom without too much incident. We almost died. (laughs) Yeah. What were we up here for to begin with? 
Uh, we were checking on Boris and the reports. We never did find him. I'm pretty sure we did. Did we find Boris? I look at shock. <laughs> I don't think we found Boris. Guys. We, guys. Was it, or was it the dead guy? The giant guy. I'm pretty sure that was a halfling. Oh, the the one we threw into the ooh, ooh. Oh. Oh. Ooh. That was probably ooh. Boris. <laughs> Are you sure? Did you ask him? He had pointy ears. Uh, gnomes have pointy ears. <laughs> So do halflings. Did you? They're half elf. What? No, what that's an extremely that different. Halflings are hobbits. Yes. yes, I'm pretty sure they have. Let's look it up. Anyway, what? but you know what? Maybe they do. I'm pretty sure. Wait, I'm pretty sure it was a halfling. It looked like a halfling. Really By hairy. kind of thinking back to it, you can tell that he had the uh, extremely hairy feet. Oh, they have. Well, they're taking the hobbits to Isengard, so who cares? They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> They took the hobbits to the gym. In did you, case. total side note, I'm sorry, podcast listeners, but did you guys see they're releasing that like four and a half hour release of Return of the King? In theaters? Yeah. Yeah, I want to go with Haley, but she won't watch the first two. Four and a half hours? I am like an hour in and I need a pee break. Like That's fine. Just take a pee break during the boring scene or something. I'll tell you, be like, hey, it's good. Or you get back and I can recite like every single line that you missed. That's terrifying. Help me. <laughs> Anyways, that's all. One day, you just can't get me nice and drunk or something. Pre-gaming that would not be enough. You would need alcohol halfway through. You'd sober That's up. Fine. We could, I would take like a pee break and a refuel break. That's fair. Or you just bring a flask. That's better. Speaking of which, I'm going to grab a drink before we get into this next part. Yeehaw! Break time, motherfuckers! Break. Like, Grayson, I need French puns. Um, oh, um, uh, mm, uh, well, I've been learning. Actually, let's go to my Duolingo. Let's learn? do a little French with Jacques. Ah, here's what he Can said. Um, it's French with Jacques time. <laughs> halflings have fairly pointy ears. Just a little bit. Okay. French with Jacques. Uh, I'm French still on Jacques. intro, so I've got Je suis being I am. Uh, chat, which is cat. Um... Croissant is in there now, yeah. Look, I love Duolingo, it's fun. Garçon is boy. Fille, fille is girl. I'm not very good at this. Wait, what, hey, is, the, what is the guy's name from Beauty and the Beast? Is like Gaston? Gaston? What is, uh, is that similar to boy? No one. Duolingo <laughs> doesn't work on incentive, Haley. If we just miss the lesson, the owl is going to show up, and that's why we're all going to die. Wait, have you, the owl's TikToks are 10 out of 10. I love them. Yeah. wonder if his name that is going to be similar. like. Grayson, when you break your streak, that's going to be the random encounter. It's just a green <laughs> owl shows up to kick the shit out of Jacques. Um, here, I have a French pun. Uh, when your significant other uh, stages a political um, uprising, call that a uh, merci beaucoup. <laughs> I can't. So if I go to a French play, is that a Sivu play? <laughs> love that, love that. I remember a terrible pickup line I heard. Um, Use it, maybe one of our viewers is listening. It was, uh, hey baby, are you the CIA down in uh, South America? Because you're staging an uprising down south. Oh my god. Don't use that one. No, it's terrible. That's why I preface it as a bad pickup line. Yeah, so looking at all of the halfling art, they, <laughs> I mean, literally all of them have uh, slightly pointed ears. Oh, and then the other one I had, I already showed Haley was in a TikTok, but uh, there's lots of different fish names, and one of them is called a French grunt. <laughs> 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 
Well, we are going to get back to the campaign now. All right. Hendricks, excuse to... you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm missing a limb. The manners aren't the first thing on the mind hey, right now. Hey, it's fine. You're going to walk it off. Oh. I guess I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, you got my leg. Hey, hey you're not supposed <laughs> to see that. We're pulling his leg. <laughs> that was funny, Blake. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> Laugh, Hendrix, laugh. (laughs) God. I hope no one learns of our name now. (laughs) We three. We three. What is that from? It's from something. Is it? Yes, it is. Because I've heard it before. The we three? The we three. I haven't heard that before. I'll Google. I I mean, the closest I got is a Christmas carol. The we three kings. There's Uh, I came up with the name Screen 3 for your one shot. No. Either way, uh, you guys now find yourself. It's a musical group called the We 3. But it's spelled wrong. O-U-I. Yeah, but that's not how we spell it, remember? (laughs) (laughs) She had to correct your spelling. It's W-I-3. Electronic dance music group known for their songs in the UK. (laughs) Okay. Can we get sponsored by them? It's also a Los Angeles-based modern jazz trio. Huh. Hmm. Well... Um, well, you know, we made it back to the caldera, right? Yeah, you're fortress. at the fortress. Uh, you have the uh, rope ladder ahead of you. Fuck. And Hendrick just looks and goes, Did you okay. give him a shoe? No, give him it's a shoe. a shoe. He's wearing a shoe. I'll just shape the bottom of I the... I have been imagining a peg leg read. Yeah, like I know, but it's... Like an icicle. Yeah, yeah, but instead of the peg leg this time, I'm going to make it like look like an upside down U, like a fork. You're like, here, this should help. Just like... Why don't you just give him a foot? Because Why don't you just shave uh, it like Or a you foot? just how you say climb the ladder with one foot yeah, just and then your hands. You don't need to. Uh-huh. As you guys are talking about this, Hendrix has just jumped up and he's like yep. camp this. Yep. No, 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 you don't get to go first. <laughs> Wait, you're right, they'll kill me. Somebody else needs to go first. Jacques. Jacques. Uh-huh. Yes, Lieutenant. Uh-huh. Um, tell them we brought a prisoner. Before we get up there, what do you guys do to Ezekiel? Uh Ezekiel. <laughs> like, how did you know his books? <laughs> um we took him prisoner. He's tied up well, right? Well, he's tied up for sure. He's not going to get out and splatter my head against the ground, right? Why Did would he, he do that? He betrayed him? If he sees me with you, he will try to kill me. Oh, that's fine. Um, oh. He's not getting out. <laughs> I mean, he's not getting out. So he's like, he's really restrained. One second, Hendrix. I'm going to pull. Can we I'm have a hold, huddle? Yeah, I'm gonna hold. We're going we're gonna to have a huddle. Don't do anything. Can I go kick him? No, I'm no. just gonna go over to Blake and Jacques like I'm up the ladder. Oh, Jacques is like, uh well, you're stuck Hendrix, with me. you're gonna need a little extra time. You better start climbing up. Uh, Blake. I pull her off the side. Blake, did we did we kill the commander on the ship? Uh, no. Did we take him prisoner? Oh wait, we took you him kept prison. him. Yeah, you just I knocked, knocked him over. His sword clank his sword. Fudge out. Yeah, okay. Pardon um, my words. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna like. say we tied him up like a loose end, but that sounded like we killed him. So I mean, they have him as prisoner. He's he. The last we saw, with he was yeah, waking like, up. We don't we don't let prisoners out. So it's but fine. he he wasn't wake. He was knocked out. You, you recommended that they um ask him some questions, air quote. Ask him some questions. And yeah, then I do thought they, they were do. just going to ask him questions. What else are they going to do after they interrogate him and torture him? What do you? They're going to torture him. <laughs> what do you think they do? <laughs> I thought they were just going to ask him some questions. Like at, you know, oh, they're oh, almost oh, to the top, Blake. If he's still alive, like maybe we'll. <laughs> what do you mean if he's still alive? 
online. <laughs> Torture is illegal on the mainland of the Empire, but on an undisclosed island. When they really need the extra help and what the info you, on wait. the ship. Oh, anyway, gosh, Blake, you better Empire's catch up. The American government. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hurry up this thing. Fighting evil by moon. And every single time yeah, I pull myself to... up, the back hurts. I'm like, fuck. You're able to get up there. Uh, it's better be worth you it. You kind of slow down by Hendrix at the top, though. Come on, dude. Like one leg. You didn't give him a foot. I give him a foot. I, I am down on him. I change oh, it into you. a foot. He's just keeps like moaning as he gets to the top. I'm like, man, if he doesn't shut up, maybe maybe actually that's a good idea. I looked down, I looked down at Blake below me, like, Blake, should I uh keep him quiet? Should I just you know, not let him talk when we talk to Jala? In what fashion are you gonna do that? I was just gonna gag him. <laughs> what does Hendrick say when I looked down? It's like I was just gonna gag him. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Don't. Will you what? stay quiet while we talk? I mean, uh, yeah, but if someone's threatening to kill me, I'll plead for my life. Okay, all right, I see. I, all right. So he's not confrontational. Look, so as long as you guys let me live, I'm, I really don't care. Okay, so we let the man. Wait, why wouldn't we have let him live? Hey, uh, short stuff. Hey! Okay! I'm missing a limb. It doesn't look like you guys are going to be friendly to me. I'm sorry I missed. I wasn't aiming for your leg. What were you aiming for? Your chest. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, I thought the pirates were ruthless. You guys are fucking nuts. I'm sorry. Next time I won't aim for you. All right, let's go talk to Jala and Devon. All right. Um, you get on top of the wall and you're able to pull up the ladder behind you unless you want to leave it down. That's an option too. I don't think so. That seems stupid. It seems like not something we should do. It seems like you're inviting somebody in. Yeah. All I right. mean, if I saw a ladder, uh, I would Lieutenant Jacques LaCroix. Jacques, I will guard reporting. the prisoner. Wait. If you go grab a Jala and Vice Admiral, maybe we put this on your resume for your promotion. Wait, and I sprint away. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, sprint away, and um, you're able to find John, the Vice Admiral, pretty quickly. Uh, they're standing on top of one of the walls, one of the battlements, just kind of staring off at the uh, pirate ship. Intrusive thoughts. Okay, because this is a podcast, we have to describe things. Um, Grayson just made the motion as if he was going to push them off. <laughs> Roll me in a post strength. <laughs> I don't think he's in roll initiative. <laughs> no, I... Uh, uh, Commander, uh, we are here. We are back That's from Vice the- Admiral? We, oui. uh, <laughs> Vice Admiral, Commander, sir. We. Oui. Yes, I'm glad to. Have you guys gotten back already? We. Oui. Uh, that was very fast. It's not even been a full day. He's looking up as the sun's getting close to uh, late afternoon, almost setting. We, uh, oui, we are, um, how you say, fast? <laughs> <laughs> With your fee. Wait. Oh, yeah, uh, we're getting paid per day. Wait, we're not there. Ah, <laughs> uh, but we have uh, another pirate prisoner. Where did you all get a prisoner? Well, you see, in in the caldera, the, we found this door, and the pipes were cold. Remember, the pipes are cold. Uh, and then the door melted, and then we found a portal into pandemonium. Uh, and then we found him. He walked through a wall. Uh... And now we are here, sir. 
Um, you see them just kind of look at you dumbfounded for a second, and then they look at each other, and Joel immediately whips out her notebook and starts writing everything down. <laughs> Meanwhile, Blake and I are back with Hendrix. We're like, you know, we did a lot. Maybe they should pay us like five gold a piece per day. It's just five. You know, maybe we should ask for a raise. <laughs> okay, we're going to need to. You're the one who wants to ask what, for a first raise. First off, what's pandemonium? Uh, from my understanding, it is a um, danger zone. Um, I had. Well, I only know. Of- wait, wait, wait. So, you guys went up there and you took it right into the danger zone. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a how you say highway. Highway to the danger zone. Right here. Uh, f- I don't know how much you know about up there, but there is apparently a uh, how you say portal uh, with two different magical things. I am not the person to say this. Uh, can we grab everyone else? The professor was searching for this for months, and you all found it in an hour. What? We are how you is terrible. Really you are amazing. <laughs> um, well, I almost died, but uh, that's besides the point. Uh, I think death gave me clarity, but moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, can we grab everyone? I, I, the magic stuff, I'm not quite... Uh, yes, yes, of course. And um, as you guys begin to approach, you're, I take it you're approaching them, right? Uh, we're going to probably just wait here, because Hendrick's done enough walking. We, were, we sent Jacques to fetch them to bring them to us. All right. Now all I can think about is the guy from Atlantis who's like, "It was a sign from God." Boom! boom. <laughs> boom. No boom. more Chinese laundry. Hey, he's got the same mustache. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm picturing now. Dynamite. <laughs> Best character in all of animation. All right, you guys um, are kind of standing Jessica. there. Um, Hendrix has just kind of collapsed on the ground, um, and is just kind of like looking miserable. But as you guys are standing there. I would like everybody to roll me a perception check. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. I can do that. Wow. I can do that. I'll what? That. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Idiot. I forgot my dice. I don't like rolling. You want to hear? You like do you want dice? a d twenty? Yeah, just give me Come like a d twenty. Here, if it's have a, a lot of rolls, you'll have to pass it back and forth. I only have one. Seventeen. I have multiple. You have mine. Seventeen. Somewhere. Five plus twelve. I'll find it. I got an eight. Nice. Twelve. Twelve plus, plus five. Tw- <laughs> <laughs> what did you roll? I got an eight. All right, you got. Hey, an eight. I rolled an eight. <laughs> I rolled an eight. I rolled an eight, so I have a ten. I got an eight. <laughs> I right, got a rock. Um, so, with an eight and a ten, uh, you guys notice that there is another dinghy that is leaving the pirate ship and out in the open. The God damn it. Waters. And Jacques, <laughs> you are able to look over. I'm going to roll to see if Jaw and the captain. Oh, man. The captain is kind of the same, but he's like, they're moving again? What? And Jala and you are able to get a very clear look. And you see some kind of wooden contraption on the back of this. It's not a cannon, but it seems to be another projectile slinger. I don't like that. Uh, does it look Haley like a ballisti? No. Jacques, you would know this from seeing at the cities and the empires at battlements it has a small trebuchet on the back uh trebuchet got it <laughs> trebuchet and uh, um the that's captain how, and jaw like once again just like look at each other and jaw immediately just takes off sprinting back towards the main part of the garrison 
Okay. Are, are they like ringing a bell? Like, are they freaking out? Yeah, they're like the alarm has alarm. been raised, alarm. and you can hear the men getting ready. And there's a little bit of gunfire as they already start shooting at this thing. Heard. But as this occurs, you see the trebuchet crank back and unleash. And you see what appears to be a smoking barrel come hurtling over the waves. And it breaks apart above the walls. And you see a collection of small figures rain down onto the battlements. Oh, we're fucked. I need everyone to roll me initiative. I I regret using both of my second level spells. How dead are you? And my last first level spells. What's your health? What's your health? I want to keep it a secret. I have a potion. I'm okay. Then okay. Then we're good then. Rolling initiative. I only have cantrips left. I have no Same. spell. Same. I don't have any. Oh, this is a great time not to be a spellcaster. <laughs> Sixteen. Fuck. I didn't die. <laughs> I got another eight, which is now a ten. <laughs> Two in a row with your your lucky eight. If I need an eight. All right. I'm so you said sixteen, Jock. Hmm. Wait. Um. And you said eight for Kazaran. Yeah. And Blake. I rolled a. I rolled a two, so it's a four. Okay. And, oh, man, that's pretty good. It's not good. Don't lie to me, Mac. No, uh, not you. Uh, I rolled for the Caldera's defense as well. Oh, okay. We'll take that. Um, So I am useless in this fight. Just letting you know. So what happens is you saw this barrel was flying over, and it began to smoke, and flames erupted from it as it breaks apart, and you see these figures land on the battlements in front of you. And one of them lands rather close to you guys. And it appears to be this creature, this small imp-like form made out of driftwood. But it has flames crackling inside of it. And as it lands, it gives a little... And it shrieks as this fire bursts out of it. It takes a look at you and then turns, takes a look at one of the cannons on the walls and runs right over to it and starts attacking it. The cannon? Oh my god. He's on fire. How yeah. big is he? He is very small, like an imp. Only goes up to knee high. At oh, do I have wood? an idea? He weighs about five pounds. Um, no, no, uh, this weighs a bit more. It's made out of Yeah, but wood. he's he's an but. explosive. He's a running explosive. So we can it's get like, him. It, it looks at you, gives this it. screech, and then gives this like little laugh. It's like, yeah, yeah. And it starts ripping at the cannon. So on these are little Maokai's. Oh my god. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, instead of exploding, they're more they're like saplings. They're, they're, yeah, they're trying to destroy things. Okay. No, well they're trying to explode. Well, I'm it. just saying I have the best you KDA. Just said they're trying to scrape <laughs> and destroy it yeah. with their arms and, and scratch it. They're not detonating anything. Yeah. Who's top of the order? They just they are to be on top fire of the because the barrel is I hate that. Yes. And we can figure out how to get one of those on that ship. Make it go boom. He's your walking bomb. Okay. And you see all along the battlements, there are these small creatures attacking things similar. Um, some are attacking some of the men, but they seem to be more focused on damaging the structure and the defenses. And they look as if they are made of driftwood with embers burning inside. And one of them lands close enough to you that it looks at you, gives a look around, and gives a terrible little <laughs> laugh. They're marked by the whispers. <laughs> How would you know what that is? You're the one that's giggling. <laughs> I really hope that laugh sounds as terrible as it feels for me. <laughs> At least we were not how you say hallucinating. Yeah. I wasn't hallucinating. <laughs> At least we know it's real. Like, and see, these are real. 
you are able to see these little creatures start ripping into the walls. I swear to... I don't know. They run towards the walls. They run towards the walls. Um, Some of them do run towards what appear to be like key personnel. You see like the priest on the other end has one that's jumped up. Um, uh, But the way this works is the caldera has defenses that are going to be really useful for when you guys have a showdown with the pirates. And what these are trying to do is they're trying to damage defenses. So every 30 damage they deal to the defenses, it's going to weaken something in some way. I'll explain more narratively and you'll figure out the full effect when it comes time for the showdown. So with the first of this, they start ripping and tearing at this and 20 damage has been done to the caldera. Hmm. Okay. So you can see that, like, the cannon near you, it rips into the woods on the side, burns it down, and it topples sideways. Remind me, if I look at Hendrix, do I remember him without the mage armor, the shape, stone shape amulet? Was he a dex or a strength based fighter? Uh, he was a strength based fighter. But actually, let me double check the stat block to make sure of that. I still have mage armor going. Uh, how? Yeah, he was definitely was a strength based fighter. What? He he was a strength-based fighter. He looks like, um, and he also looks now like he's gotten a little bit of residual magic from that artifact, so he seems even a little bit stronger than he was before, but he's in a crippled state. Yeah, but he's all right. He lost a leg! Yeah, I suppose he by definition is. He's not that hurt. (laughs) He lost a leg! But did we bring him down? My man, I am at one HP. He didn't bring him down to, oh, we brought him down to one HP. We brought him to one HP. Fine. I was going to recruit him to fight this fight, but I won't recruit him to fight this fight. Look, uh, if you don't kill me, I'll do whatever you need me to. All right. Well, I'm sorry I have to do this, but um, God damn it. All right. I'm going to use shape water to give him some handcuffs. And I'm going to be like, Hendrix, Hendrix, sit on the ground. Yes, sir. And he sits on the ground and I don't want him to be able to walk around at all. So I'm going to uh, freeze his ankle and uh his stub leg and uh then his two hands into a singular block of ice like hog tied behind his back so he can't move anywhere and um it's a non-concentration spell so this will stay for one hour and yeah. uh normally like um someone would have to roll strength to get out of this but you can tell if hendrix like he's just weak. like I'm not going doesn't anywhere want to die i know but i can't let him run away like the ladder is right there Where's he going to go back into the cave? Speaking of that, I pick up the ladder. <laughs> I don't. I don't. We got to go. Let's roll, <laughs> roll yeah, initiative. Right. You have already uh, rolled initiative, so we're good with that. Um, fuck. That's metagaming. I can't do that. <laughs> um, But it is actually not any of your turn right next. So these creatures have yep. dealt their damage, but next up is actually the Caldera's turn. And so you see uh, Vice Admiral Devron um, reaches down and pulls out a mace uh, from the side of his legs and just runs over at the thing and starts taking a hit on it. And that's definitely going to hit. All right, so Devron is able to deal a good chunk of damage. Let me go check these stat blocks to see how much he does to it. All right, so he gets a good chunk of damage into this creature, but it's not quite enough to kill it just yet. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the other Caldera forces are also going to attack. And let me get a mix there. So 
one of them will hit. And that's not very much either. Okay. So it seems that the one nearest to you has been hit, and the one that was jumping on the uh, resident preacher, I guess the chaplain is the term for the military. <laughs> and you see one of the guys comes up with like a bucket instead of a weapon because it's the nearest thing he could get and just knocks it off the back of him. Ooh, nice. So, and it just kind of lands, does that terrible, <laughs> and runs back over to attack something else. And what did they sound like again? Please don't make me do this again. <laughs> I want you to make that sound every time they attack. Oh and are, are, are they talking to each other? Are they separated? Um, they all kind of be, they seem to be like close enough that they can hear each other, but they're more separated. So how would that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, Sounds like Fleetwood Mac over here. <laughs> and they already experienced a landslide, so. Uh, uh, it's good. It's good. I quit. Uh, that's a pretty bad rumor. <laughs> well, the landslide got me down. <laughs> Next up is Jacques. Wait, Jacques. Just we. Uh, Jacques. <laughs> you know, we're all gonna know French by the end of this. Um, so is there anyone, any of them near me now, or do I have to go down the hall? Uh, you're able to make it to one in your movement. Yeah, Davin just hit one. You can hit him too. Then I want to rush up to one, and hopefully one that's not occupied with somebody else. Oh, either way, it doesn't matter. Um, it's true. Yeah, do you want to run up to the run right next to the vice admiral? Sure. All right. And I get sneak attack, regardless. Show we deserve a pay raise. <laughs> uh, dirty 20. That is definitely going to hit. Fifteen damage. You are able to knock that one all the way down. You break it and it shatters into these flames and splinters. Just be shocked. Oh. Oh. Um, and then I have movement still and a second attack technically. Well, do I get that on? Does dual wielding, do I technically get a second attack or is that only on one? I am not sure, but I think you get two attacks because you don't need to do them on the same person. Um, when you take an attack action, attack with a light melee weapon, bonus action to attack with a different light melee weapon. Yeah, it can be a different target. Doesn't mention the target. Sweet. And I want to go up to another one. All attack right. it normally. Um, sounds good. You're right at the edge of your movement and you're able to uh, hit an attack on this other one. Sweet. 11 to hit. An 11 does hit. These are not armored creatures. They're not really uh, meant to win a fight. They're here for a job. And that's six damage. All right, six damage. It's still standing, but it got hurt. And we'll say this is the one that got knocked with a bucket and launched towards you guys a bit more. All right, next up is Kazaran's turn. Kazaran, what are you going to do? Um, there's probably... I can bend your mic. Get intimate with your microphone. Um, there's probably only one within like thirty feet of me. So, uh, the I've used all of my spell slots. So the only thing I can really do are my cantrips, and I am going to run up to the first one. Well, within range of the first one, summoning a chill touch hand as I go and send it out towards the um, nearest one. Well. Is there one attacking the cannons? I don't want them um, to destroy the cannons. Yeah, there is one attacking the cannons. Right okay, now. yeah, I want to grab the one that attacks the cannons. Okay. 
Um, roll me your attack. Oh, oh he actually makes a save. No, he? no, no, no. Make an assault uh, on the creature. Ah. It's a... I prefer a pepper. On a hit. So <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a d20? That's not Haley's. I got you. Why? What's wrong with mine? I want to roll an eight. I hope you roll an eight. A nine. <laughs> okay, so that's um, what you so get. Be a fourteen to hit. Okay, uh, that hits. Okay, so it takes one d eight necrotic damage, and it cannot heal. So it comes in at seven points of necrotic damage, and uh, the hand like grabs a hold of it by the scruff of its uh, neck, and uh, it can't heal. It's not undead, so no other bonuses. Okay, uh, so how much damage did you say? Sorry, seven necrotic damage. Okay. Seven necrotic damage. You uh, are able to grab this one and you rip off some of this burning wood as it falls to the ground and kind of fizzles out. And it just looks back at you and does a dance of its hands over its head and goes, <laughs> and turns and like goes back to try to attack the cans a bit more. God Everything we encountered is a murloc from WoW. <laughs> yes. Uh, I ran a murloc one deck in Hearthstone one so time. That's one, all I need. Was it, was it possible for me to get within range of it? Uh. What do you mean get like, within range can of it? I, is it within 30 feet? Can I actually yes. move? Okay, so I would like to move and put myself between it and the cannon. That's not quite how it's going to work. Can't, like, so you can't push feet. it out of its zone where it's already right next okay, to it. Okay, well, then I'm going to just move right up next to it, I guess, and try and, like... It doesn't seem to pay you any heed as it tries to carry out its single-minded mission. God damn it. All right, next up is Blake. What are you going to do? Oh, I don't like that question because I never know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> um, so it, it, hypothetically, how many of these guys can I fit in a thirty-foot diameter? Hmm. I suppose at this point, hypothetically, they have spread out a little bit. I would say you're able to get three of the remaining six in a thirty-foot uh, space. Grayson, why are you looking like a dad right now, talking, scolding a child? <laughs> Listen up, kiddo. Because uh, I have, I don't want to say I have actual restless leg syndrome. I'm just gay and can't sit in chairs. <laughs> Wait, Grayson, are oh you God, mad or are you just disappointed? <laughs> you're gay? Ah, uh, well, the crazy thing is, is um, your mic didn't pick up any <laughs> All right. Um, okay, Blake, what do you I can do? fit three. So to you guys, it looks like Blake is doing absolutely nothing once again. Gosh, <laughs> Blake, though, I'm going to use my AOE charm Oh. from my uh, patron. Okay, so read me the rules of this quickly, because I haven't seen oh, it as a DM yet. Fuck. If, oh, you, if you can read, if I you have, decide I you don't want to use it as you read it, you can change it up. It just says charm a humanoid you can see within a range. And I have 30 feet. Makes a wisdom save. If it fails, it's charmed. It regards you as friendly. Knows it was charmed afterwards. Okay. So it's basically an AOE charm. It works the same as charm. I think I can make it frightened too. Okay. Like one or the other. It's packed at the arch phase. Um, I'll jump it. Anyone who knows D&D will figure it out eventually. Besides, who knows? Maybe this is the session you meet your patron. <laughs> I'm so excited. I want to mess with him. I, I know exactly how I'm going to reveal your patron to I'm you, so and I am excited. so hyped. I am so excited. 
It's Bay presence, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm reading it. Um, so it's a ten foot cube originating from you. They must make a wisdom saving throw against your warlock oh, spell I just save. read charm person. The creature that fails their saving throw are charmed or frightened. Let's go with frightened. But it's only okay. ten feet. So I would say you yeah, could get two in the ten feet. Okay, I'll take the two in the ten feet. All right. Um, they have to make a wisdom saving throw, correct? Correct. I will roll for each of them really quickly. Okay. One of them definitely fails. Yeah, boy. And the other one gets a gets a ten. Does not pass. Okay. So these two that are closest to you are running um, for their lives, even though Blake's like. Doo, 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 doo. Kaz, as you're standing there, you kind of like see one of them like stop, and they just look back at Blake, and and for once, without hearing them laugh, you see the two of them go. <laughs> and they just, yeah. Um, on well, I guess it's their turn unless you're doing anything, Blake. Uh, that is the extent of what I can do. All right. Well, first thing you see is these creatures that like look at you fall and scuttle back. Um, I'm gonna roll to see if they're smart enough to realize something. All right. One of them is. The other one is not. Um, so the one next to Kaz turns and tries to like run away on the battlement. The other one further in is just like, I, I don't nope. It just jumps off the wall towards the speech below. And no, no survivors. I to do that. <laughs> Jeff probes no survivors. No, what? <laughs> um you see this thing. It doesn't take all the damage from the fall. Yeah, terminal velocity, man. It like hits the ground, and you see a few splinters come off of it. It's not really live; it's wood, right? And then it stands up. Um, and as it stands up, a wave comes crashing down on it because <laughs> this one breaks apart in the surf. And one of these little creatures has broken in the waves, and you see just driftwood floating back out to sea. Oh my! God! That's one down. Oh my down. God. <laughs> I look at Blake all weird like, oh my God. <laughs> I thought it was that ugly. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Oh my God! You know what? You're not so great looking yourself. I didn't say anything. Why are you being mean to me? <laughs> all right. But the Thanks other ones. Um, the other ones are going to carry out their work. I can snort a line off of your shit fucking cheekbones. That was the most out-of-pocket thing I've heard tonight. What? Out-of-pocket. That was not what you were going to say, was nope. it? Uh, earlier, <laughs> we were uh, talking about Blake's uh, angular facial features from episode one's okay. description. What's a line? A line? It's a straight, like, point. No, I understand oh. what a what what. what. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm not that dumb. All right, ask so, your father. You guys. Oh shit! <laughs> After session, I'll talk to you. Oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you see these small creatures, the weakened number, still carry out their work. And they deal another hefty blow to the Caldera's defenses as some of them may begin hitting some of the structures, but the cannons were their main focus at the start. And you see a few of the cannons get 
broken uh some of the barrels actually begin to warp with the heat uh some of the wood structures get damaged and you can tell the cannons have now been damaged for the defense still functional but damaged they are no longer at full capacity fuck all right next up is the caldera um the uh vice admiral just looks at these ones that jumped off away from him and he just looks back at you blake and goes you are worth your pay. Onward! Ha, I'm worth my pay. Starts running in, and he begins to attack a few more. Oh, he full misses. All right, well, but let's see how the sailors do. Yeah, the sailors don't do great that round. So okay, they're able to deal a little bit of extra damage, and they uh seem to be kind of like still in this phase of like. 12 seconds have passed. They're getting into gear. They're not into gear all the way yet as they begin to attack these creatures. Next up is Jacques. Sweet. Um, how many creatures left? There Four? are six creatures still remaining. One of them looks very hurt. Okay. There was seven, and you were the only one to get You have voice. frightened one, though. No, didn't so. Davern kill one? I killed one, too. Yeah, they killed the one Davern. So if Blake got one and Jacques got one, that's two, and there's five left. Oh, there are five left. Thank Yee! you. I must have double counted the one that you and Davern were fighting. Wait, no, Davern didn't kill it. He just hit it. Yeah, and then Jacques killed it. And then Jacques killed it. So Jacques, oh, you're right, right. Sorry, sorry, Blake. I double counted. Yes, there are only five of them left. I'm going to reduce one of, them one of those dice rolls as the Caldera is a little less injured from the one that didn't exist. Nice. Um, are still hurt. I hit this one that I'm in front of with a melee attack, so I'm actually just going to walk away from it. So I hit a different one with my sneak attack. Uh, sounds good. Um, so roll to hit on that one. Yep. You attack the one that still seems to be kind of like dragging at the priest and like trying to set his robes on fire. Uh, 12 to hit. A uh, 12 will hit. Eight. 12 will hit. You hit with... Well, yeah, these creatures don't seem to be very focused on their own preservation and defense. I wrote pretty low, so that was only a 10 on that one, All 10 right. total. 10 total damage. Okay, that is still a pretty good amount, uh, and it looks very injured. Cool, then I will hit it with my second attack. Sounds good. Uh, 13 to hit. That's going to hit. Hell yeah. Regular. That's four damage. Four damage. This creature looks really hurt. Ooh. I kick it, sir. I kick her, sir. <laughs> I kick her. Okay. Um, That's all I got. Well, then, it kind of like hobbles away and it's like reaching back <laughs> towards the priest and just it completely ignoring you. Next up is Kaz. Um, did the Caldera forces act? They did, and they did very poorly. Okay. Um, so seeing this one like right in front of me, how damaged does he look after my uh, chill touch has grabbed him? Yeah, so this is the one that's now frightened of Blake and is really kind of shaking with fear. It's really close to dead. Are this there any of them weak. that are not afraid of Blake? Um, This is the last one that was afraid of Blake because the other one jumped off the cliff. Yeah, so the ones that aren't afraid of Blake out of the five. Uh, yeah, the, those ones are still further away. The one Jock just hit was not afraid of Blake. Okay, well, he's not attacking the cannons, so assuming there's two more attacking the cannons? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, assume there's two more attacking the cannons, and then that means that there was one attacking the priest, and one has run down below. Awesome. Um, then I'm going to attack the one attacking the cannons with a 120-foot 
range. I assume he's in range. Yep. Yep. So then Chill Touch is going to attack that one instead. I miss. I got 10. Mm. No, that hits. Oh, wait. I would have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 10. 10 hits. Hell yeah. These things are, again, not focused on self-preservation. They are quite literally on fire, and you can see the flames starting to consume the wood. Hey, another seven. They're my kind of Another seven necrotic right. damage. Okay. And um, I seeing, do a quick check to see if they were immune to that. Seeing this one is afraid of Blake, um, I'm going to leave it to her. All right. And then I'm going to run oh, as boy. far as I can, the 30 feet closer towards the priest and the cannon under attack. Sounds good. This thing doesn't even take an attack of opportunity against you. You are not its target. Nice. All right. That's that it. That's all I got. Blake is up next. And I just started blasting. Um, I cast Eldritch Blast on the one that is currently running for his life from me. All right. Um, roll me your attack. But Point I want to kill it. Point and you shoot. You don't want to kill it. I don't want to kill it. Okay. Um, roll me your attack. Is that possible? That guy don't hit. Nine? Does a nine, a nine hit? Nine does not hit. <gasps> but wow. Like, even as these things, your, I can't uh, hit. Motivations of pacifism are there. Why don't you roll me a quick arcana check? I rolled a nat 20, Mac. You know, you've heard of these before. I have. Yeah. Um, you know, they're called driftwood saboteurs. Okay. And what these are, is these are actually something that's not, it's a little rare. Only pirates with resources really use them where they collect dri- uh, driftwood. They make them into small golems and they light them on fire and let them loose on their enemy. They will always die. They will burn out over time regardless. These things aren't alive. They're, they're not alive. They're constructs of magic. They can it's either like be me. bought like pre-made or they what? can have a mage <laughs> animate them and set them to their work. Kill them. So, oh, um, I missed anyways. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that what happens is they're given a command from the start and they act upon that. So they're more like they've been programmed than they are sentient. We still miss. Hmm. Yeah, a good way to describe it is like it's like standard undead, where it's like only act on control. Okay. Blake misses the creature and yeah. shoots the cannon. <laughs> yeah, like you just shoot the deck next to, or you, you bounce oh. off the cannon, it just pings off into the sky. Oh, and this thing is like terrified. It's looking up. like you're hitting it with an intimidation tactic. I imagine whiff. it like pressed up against the cannon. Pressed up like against all the cannon, a little bit of singeing on it. Arms out to the side. All right. And with that, Blake, are you doing anything else? No, that's it. It's back to these creatures' turn. You've seen Blake do nothing. Hey, you did something. But to you, it looks like nothing. <laughs> All right. Um, with that, then, <clears throat> we are back at the creatures. And the creatures, they're going to be doing some. I mean that two of the ones that were on the cannons, now that they've kind of broken those nearest to them, look to the supply crates next to them instead and begin to attack those. And the one in front of you, Blake, is just kind of pressed into the cannon. It's trying the same thing. And I'm going to roll their damage really quickly, see how well they do. But one of them gets disadvantage because... Uh, the source of its fear is within sight. Exactly. And that's a good thing I rolled that well because, yeah, yeah. So 
They were at 36 damage to the Caldera. They just did 14 damage on their turn. So that's up to 50 damage. 10 more, and then something catastrophic again happens to the defenses. Very in danger. Um, and you see the ones that are near the crates. They slash into it, and a little bit of sparks and fizzling like they lit magnesium on fire at some parts begins to light up. And But Blake, the one in front of you, you see that they are kind of wearing down their life. And the one directly in front of you begins to burn from the inside out, still in fear, and just crumbles to the ground as all of them seem to take a little damage from their innate fire. Bye, buddy. <laughs> all right. But you do notice that now two of them have gone down below. Two are attacking the flares. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. One's attacking the flares. One's gone below. One's at the priests. They're all trying their damnedest. And with that, it is now the Caldera's response. Uh, what are they Admiral? paying you for, soldiers? Fucking yeah. fight! The Vice Admiral is going to take a swing on one nearest him. He hits. That does good damage to him. Nice. Um, and he breaks that one. Uh, he breaks one of the arms off it. And the Caldera's men, they are getting their feet under them. They do a moderate amount this time around. And they didn't roll the greatest, so let's see how well they do. Okay. Okay, they are able to deal some damage to these creatures, but they're very fast and nimble and able to dodge some of these soldiers who are still caught off guard. As the rest of them are kind of coming up from below decks to engage in combat. Next up is... Gonna hit another one, I guess. Well, the one in front of me didn't die, right? Uh, no, it's barely, it's still there. It's uh, took some damage, but it's still alive. And I hit her, sir. All right, go I ahead. I cheek her, sir. Uh, 13 to hit. 13 is going to hit. Six plus two plus four. All right, uh, that is 12. Six plus two plus four, yeah. It is barely clinging to life at this point. And I hit her again, sir. That's Wait, is this the... How much damage did you do to this one on the last turn? Not a lot. Okay, so yeah, then that makes sense. Eight and eight. Does eighteen. Not. Eighteen. Oh, eighteen. That'll hit it. Six. You are able to break this one in two with your slash. <laughs> and the priest looks down at you and looks up. And he goes, "Well, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it." Um. Next up is Kaz. What are you doing? Um. The only thing. The only thing I can do. And that is attacking um, the two running down below. Like, what did it? Did they just like run because there was an open corridor for them? It they seemed just, like they were just going down to cause some chaos. Okay, well, um, they're gonna burn out eventually, and there's defenders down there, so they'll probably be okay. So I'm just gonna attack the uh, one that's still damaging the defenses. All right. And uh, same thing. The only thing I can really do is uh, chill touch. My cantrip. I'm so tapped. Uh, I missed. Okay. Uh, uh, total of six. Yeah, that less of a chill modifier. touch and more of just a cold hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, he just crushes. He gives him a high five and he actually like puts out some of the flames and he's like, oh fuck, <laughs> regains hit points. <laughs> All right. Um, I miss. I rolled in that one. So um, I guess I'm just going to continue to move close enough to this thing. Sounds good. Uh, next up is Blake. What do you do? Start blasting. We're just, we're just, that's all, right. all I can do at this uh, point. It's um, a, you're attacking the one that's up top, too? Yeah. All right, roll yeah. me your attack. I'm completely tapped at this point. 19 to hit. Hits. 
Yeah, about damn time. Nine points of damage. You break this one. How do you break him? Tell him that his family never loved him. <laughs> oh. I imagine I'm talking to me or because... are you talking to the Oh my god. Freaking breaking him emotion. I imagine that I shoot this thing, but like because I'm like, well, it's a construct, it's not really real. Or I keep telling this explode it, but there's a clear look on Blake's face that like that's not what she wanted to do. Alright, as you um, have this moral question as you launch to, you break it in two, and it's last moment it's starting to crawl towards the flares but oh it's not doing it, it just breaks it. It's trying to deal more damage. It's okay. like a broken robot reaching okay. for its task. Alright, that one is gone. Next up is damage because there are only two of them left mm-hmm. back hang on a sec your mic hey welcome we only got a third say again we're really close there four damage away from dealing another critical blow to the caldera this one could be a rough session no it was just it was very minor really hope we're good i'm I've, I've been watching it pretty closely since that first time and it's very minor, but it does seem to be like a wiggle. Oh yeah, they are four damage away from harming the Caldera. And there's only one left attacking. Uh, there are two down below. It's yeah, but they just like went gone. down below. They still uh, you see some smoke kind of begin to rise to the cracks below you. <laughs> oh my god, is the other pirate prisoner down there? Well, they're in the like jails. They're not like just down the stairs. They could have only gotten 60 feet away. Poisoning the Alright, and then die. that next up is the Caldera. Uh, let's see how well they do. They're finishing the job. They actually do a good job this time. Wow. I guess my insult. And they people. do a good amount of damage. These things are not doing great. And you can't, well, of course you guys can't tell that. You're not down there. Next up is, because the captain or the vice admiral is still up here with you. He begins moving towards the stairs, but he's not down yet. Uh, next up is Jacques. You're about 20 feet from the stairs, um, so you can't see down yet. I'll run downstairs. All right, you are able to run downstairs, and you can see them down the hallway. Some of them begin to burn what appear to be, like, structural beams, kind of. Others have just, like, lit the drapes on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Do the curtains match? Uh, I guess I'll go up to the nearest one and just hit it. All right, um, he is out of range, so you have to make a range attack. You brought the throwing edge. He's down the stairs and running through the hallway. You only have 30 feet of movement. Unless you are going to use any special stuff, he's out of I would like to take a bonus action to dash, sir. All right, that works. Yeah, you can close to one. <laughs> they are about like 20 feet apart from each other, though. They're, he does uh, the apex slide down the stairs, tap strafe, wall bounce, 360, stab. <laughs> uh, I'll just, I'm just going to attack one with sneak attack. All right. That's a 23 to hit. That hits. Uh, that's five plus. Three plus one, nine. All right. More damage than I can even do. That is able to kill one of these ones that the Caldera troops have been whittling away. So <gasps> one left. Kaz, Just me, Jock. Is there any upstairs? No, they're all downstairs. Yuck. Okay, how far away is the... Um... You are you are a little bit further from Jock, right? So you can get... It's about 30 feet for you to the top of the stairs. Okay, well, because I... 
am worthless. I am going to run 30 feet to the top of the stairs. Can I see this thing? Uh, you can't see the far one, unfortunately. Then I use my action to dash down the stairs, and I end my turn. All right, sounds good. Blake, what do you do? They're all downstairs. I guess we're going downstairs. It's the only thing I can do. All right. And then uh, send a bolt fly. You do the same thing as Kaz, I take it? Yeah. All right. And then with that, it is this creature's last attack. He's going to Hail Mary as he swipes once more at one of these kind of beams. All right. Critical hit. It's five damage there. Wow. So he's able to bring down the caldera to the second layer of damage. And you see one of the beams cracks and the stones of the wall above kind of like shift and fall in a little bit. And it's just, it looks back at you and does a little <laughs> dances as it tries to run away. And it's the Caldera's turn next. Let's see if any of them are able to deal any damage to it. Not they got a nat one. So, uh, and I got Party a nat fall. one I'm knocking over my drink. <laughs> All right, um, Zamboni, Zamboni. To it though, so this do thing, you hear the as it does sing? that, you see like the cook come out and just like overhand throw, sling upon. So they did the, the worst pen. amount of dice damage they could do, but he rolled max on the damage dice. Oh my! This thing is dancing. It gets nailed in the back of the head by this pot, and it's like barely clinging to life as the fire is eating at it. Oh my god! And it looks like it is absolutely on death's door. And Jacques, you're up next. Kill it, run, Jacques. Grayson, run. Kill run. it, Jacques. Kill it. He's running. He's gonna cardio. I just wanted in. some ice, okay? <laughs> okay. We could ask Kaz for it. Yeah. Yeah. I chill all my drinks. Uh, I don't know if I want you touching my drink. I don't touch it. I don't need to touch it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why don't you trust me? I'm not gonna poison you. Uh, so yeah, there's just the one left. So I'm gonna run up to attack it. All right. Sounds good. Roll me your attack. Damn it. Uh, Sixteen to hit. Uh, seven plus it. two plus four. That kills it. How do you kill this creature? The last one of them. I kick her, sir. <laughs> All right. So you just run up and like without even like bringing out your sword, you just fall like soccer star striker, nail it, and you just have smoldering embers get knocked down the hallway into ash. Goal! sword. And um. Three bomb. Everyone is rapidly running around, but they seem to have these fires under control. And everyone kind of takes a breath of the smoky air as the pirates have struck first. Who needs dark vision? <laughs> and with that, that's where we're going to end the session. <gasps> Woo! That was good. I did not expect combat. I used all of my spell slots. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, it was a pseudo combat. They weren't ever attacking you. They had a different goal. Yeah, but I could have stopped them by throwing big damage instead of little damage. Yeah. I mean, we, we missed damage. the threshold by one damage. Yeah. So, um, if I had just killed the one I had attacked, either one of the ones I had attacked one turn earlier, we wouldn't have hit the tier two damage. So, big sad. All right. So, um. Just to let you guys know what's happened here is um, the cannons got hurt, so they're going to be a little less effective during the assault, and the area that got hit the most was next to flares. 
So both the cannons and the flares have been weakened for the turn. Uh, and the tigers come at night. But there are still <laughs> four other main defenses which have not been crippled. The night is dark and full of terrors. Yep. So, um, yeah, but good work, guys. You did some fun stuff. Uh, he left Hendrix just kind of sitting there like, you guys here and go, guys, everything okay? Oh, nice shit, the, the prisoner. <laughs> I run over. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll start there. All right. Tim. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap up with some shout outs. <laughs> we should change his name from Hendrix to Smirnoff because you iced him. Ooh. <laughs> I Sorry. would uh, give you psychic damage and it's great. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, I will start first. Um, please follow us on Twitter at Dynamic Dice D&D. Um, that's the fastest way to know when an episode goes live. It automatically posts. Um, tweet at us with any questions or uh, things you would like to see or any shout outs you want to give. We don't have anybody tweeting at us. So, uh, I'll see that. It's because we have nobody. Yeah, well, we have, well, a, we have a 19 followers. Yeah, we have a few people that um, retweet and like our uh, episode releases, and that is a good way to if you actually watch the show or listen. Watch, watch it. the show coming soon to we YouTube. We have an OnlyFans. Please yet. subscribe. I don't want to get pretty for this. But yeah, <laughs> if you follow us on Twitter, uh, you will see as soon as the episode goes live, as soon as it's processed onto your uh, podcast uh, platforms. Other than that, um, we have an email at dynamicdicednd uh, at gmail.com. Um, email us. Don't know why, but uh, I read the email. So I will pass it along. All righty. We're favorite part of the week. Grayson's favorite things. Because it's my favorite things. Uh, <laughs> I learned some exciting news. So we had learned there was a new melon flavor for Liquid Death. Liquid Death is also releasing teas. Uh, I like the teas. Yeah, super exciting. I want I follow them on TikTok now. They actually have kind of a wild marketing campaign for it. So I want all about a wild it. marketing campaign. But they've got three flavors coming out. Armless Palmer, oh, Rest in Peach. I'm a fan. And Grim Leafer is like a sweet tea. Oh my God, like I'm it. a fan. Uh, so those, I already have them in my Amazon cart, so I might buy some. <laughs> but like, super about it. Uh, and then the number eight for Mr. Reed today. Hell yeah. All right. I rolled um, a lot of eight. <laughs> I'm going to shout out uh, the Tales from the Gas Station books. That's a uh, great source of my bad humor. Absolutely love them. <laughs> Made by uh, Jack Townsend. That's the author. All right, Haley, you got any shout outs? Do I have any shout outs? No, I'm going to make you do some work for this, uh, this, what I'm going to say next. Because we're technically a session behind. Kind of. But we have an April Fool's Day one shot coming that I am going to DM and give everybody... Hell, welcome. Yes. Welcome to my fun house. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be wild, mostly because I haven't planned it yet, but I have a very um, broad idea of how this is going to go. So if you want to see some chaos and an inexperienced DM have some fun, that is the one shot for you. Wait. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Um, question for Haley, because I don't know. Are we going to be playing our canon characters? I don't think level. this is going to be canon. I don't, don't want to. Like, I don't want to screw up. But Max. I'm going to be playing Kazarin. We can make it semi canonical right? as well. Like, you can play whoever <gasps> the fuck you want. Do we bring a favorite one shot character to play? <laughs> 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 
Yes, <laughs> indeed. You can play whoever you want. I don't know if Max ever played with her. Uh, Miss Smithers is long the story oh, short. Miss Smithers, yeah. yeah, Miss Smithers is one of my one shot characters. I play with a lot of our friends. Um, just, just remember, this could it's be. It's Mrs. Doubtfire, but make it D&D. But remember, <laughs> this could be a little bit of a wild campaign. So if you bring in Miss Smithers. Oh, God. I don't know what I would play, but I assume um, it'll be fun. So I might have to break out my character in another campaign or something like that. Or maybe just uh, make the Kool-Aid man. It's April Fool's Day. I will allow just about anything as long as it is not game breaking or invokes on somebody. I won't won't play the Greco-Roman grappler. Like I was going to. Okay. And last thing, homework for Reed, official. Come up we with need a name for your mage hand for uh, us. Okay, do you want the one for this session? Because maybe that should no, be no, like no, no, no. Can you name We are not going to differentiate which mage hand it is. We just or need a general Grayson name. Or will name your okay, hand. Okay, I will come <laughs> up with a, a mage hand name. I will um, either name it something super boring or super clever. It'll be great. Jim. I was thinking that, I'm not going to tell you what I was thinking. Um, oh, God. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, I think that's all for today, guys. All right. right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. All right.